Welcome to another podcast from Main Street Radio. Stories about your neighbors, stories about your friends, and news that matters in your hometown. I'm Devin O'Day, and I will be your storyteller. Beer is big, and it's even bigger in the small local breweries that we get to boast about here in Middle Tennessee. Our Main Street Award winner from the Murfreesboro Post is a microbrewery and watering hole that truly does things differently. May Day Brewery. It's an art gallery for local artists, a place for local music artists to perform, and even a place for local farmers to bring stress-reducing animals in for a visit. Let's meet Ozzie Nelson, who's a longtime resident with roots in Murfreesboro and is watching his dream come alive with his daughter and son-in-law as people gather at May Day. They enjoy fellowship, fun, and the latest flavor that they've created at May Day. Ozzie, first of all, you have got hip factor down. I want you to go back to the dream. When you first walked in here, did you envision what everything would look like, what everything would be like? No, not at all. I thought it would be cool, but it's evolved a lot in eight years. We've changed a ton of things. It doesn't look close to the way it looked when we started. It it just always evolves and and always trying to get better every day, trying to improve something. So I, I don't have this big grand vision or I don't have that talent. I just have a vision of this is what I want to do and I know it's going to evolve as we go. Looking around... I know that you will draw greatly from a college crowd, but I bet that there's another crowd that comes in here. There's people that are just hungry for an artistic place. Did you have a marketing plan with a demographic in mind? I did, and I think we have that. We don't have a lot of college-age people that come in. Our demographic is 25 to 60, I would say. So not a lot of 21-year-olds. There are some, but they're in the minority for sure. But we have a diverse crowd, whether it's racial diversity or age diversity. You know, men and women, a lot of men and women come in here so it's it's a melting pot kind of it's a community it does feel like a community even though you're not open right now i walked in and i'm going this is like the place i would hang if i was in murfreesboro more often this is the place i would want to come to it has this feeling that just invites you in i mean i love the artwork i love that feel that you've got let's talk about the brewery side Beer has exploded on the scene, and people are not pedestrian in their taste anymore. How do you explain that craze and how it's taken off? I think that people want to know who's making their stuff that they're putting in their body. And they have, they're expanding their taste, whether it's with Starbucks or you know coffee or anything else. They don't want Folgers anymore. They, they don't mind spending a little bit more for something that may be better. And that's what that's what we do. We we have a wide variety of of beers. We have light beers, dark beers, sour beers, IPAs. We also have ciders and, and a seltzer. And we're always changing what we have. We made 154 unique beers last year. Put on every Thursday. We put on new 14 gallon small batch beers, so they last usually less than a week's at the most a week. It's something different every single Thursday you can get a different beer at May Day. Well, that's an artwork in itself. How do you come up with the ideas? I don't. My my daughter and her husband, Kelsey and Carson, they brew all the beer. They come up with the cool beer names. They come up with the 
recipes. They know what they're doing. They have uh, sours is a big thing. We usually have a new sour almost every week, and uh, they're they're really good at figuring out what's going to be good and name it appropriately. Names, the name of the beer is uh, sells the beer as well as the beer does. Well, I saw that you open at 4 p.m. That's your typical at 4 p.m. What does opening entail whenever you open the door and are people waiting to get in? During this pandemic, how have you had to open things up? Did you do delivery? How did you kind of pivot to work during this time? We open at 4 during the week. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we open at 4. Saturday, Sunday, we open at 1. We were closed for um, uh, five or six weeks during the April, March, April time frame. Then we did delivery, curbside, whatever we could do to get beer out there. Now, during this time, we're requiring masks um, until people are seated. We require our bartenders to wear masks. I, I think fresh air is, is, is a good circulating air, so we have a lot of ceiling fans. We have outdoor fans for our, our outdoor space, and we're running fans all the time, so there's air circulating in our brewery space. We have big fans in there as well, and a little overflow space in the brewery space as well, so we try to separate people and have a lot of fans running all the time, so air's circulating, and from what I've talked to doctors, that, that makes things safer, so that's what we're about. I noticed uh, dog bowls outside. So is it pet friendly on the patio? We are. We are pet friendly, kid friendly. People bring their kids in all the time. Rarely will you come in here where there's not some kids. So it's very friendly in both ways, pet friendly and kid friendly. And we also have uh, goats that come in and pet the goats. I think we're doing that once a month on Sundays where you can just pet the goats outside on the patio. And sometimes they'll bring a pig too. So that's pretty cool. That's amazing. That is so adorable. People are being more and more creative, and I love the whole idea of small business and local, whether it's eating local, buying local, drinking local. I think that there's a a huge rush back to that, kind of back to what your first point was. People are caring about what they put in their bodies. They they want to keep everything here at home. Well, I want to ask you a little bit about your past and what brought you here and how did you end up here in Murfreesboro? Well, actually, I moved to Murfreesboro for the first time when I was 17 years old. My mother moved to Florida and um, I stayed here in Tennessee. I had a job at Captain D's in Murfreesboro and that Captain D's was the busiest Captain D's. And I said, if I ever open a business, it'll be in Murfreesboro. And so that's kind of how I decided that I would do that a long time ago. So I always thought Murfreesboro would support something that I did if it was cool. And that's been the case. Murfreesboro has been good to us. How did you hear about winning the Main Street Award? I think I heard about it through an email, and I'm always excited to get any award for sure. We, I work really hard, and I not only have the business here, but I also have a full-time job in Nashville. I work for a large healthcare company and have done that since 1986, and I'm still working there, still doing that, and uh, that's why all the beer stuff, that's my daughter and her husband, Carson, do uh, all the beer stuff, and I kind of oversee what's going on and make sure we're going on the right path and kind of, you know, high-level things. So, yeah, I'm always excited to uh, to learn that we won something. That's always refreshing that we're getting accepted and getting recognition out there. It's always exciting. Well, what's 
so cool about the Main Street Awards is you can't campaign for it. You can't ask for it. You just are there and people just vote. So this is literally your, your town voted you the best. Well, that's, that's really nice. If you'd have been here last night, you would have seen. We had a lot of people here last night. Wednesdays is two for one, so it's always a big day. So, yeah, that's really, that's really cool. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. Have you gotten into the growler business? Do you sell the big growlers? We do sell growlers. We pre-fill our growlers, so it's kind of it makes it different. Our growlers will last a year if you don't open it. We pre-fill in the cooler with the I flush with CO2. The the container is the same temperature as the beer because we're doing it in the cooler and I flush with CO2. It's a it's a process I have down. It's easy. Instead of having it filled at the tap, you just grab it out of the cooler and you're on your way instead of the person behind you loves us a lot more than if you're standing there having three growlers to fill and it takes forever you just grab three out of the cooler those are yours pay for it and we're done so the guy behind you with that wants a pint of beer is not cussing you for having three growlers ahead of him (laughs) for sure that's what we're about loving people we love the people because You can make the best beer in the world, and if you're an asshole, nobody likes you. You have this great persona, the look and everything, and you've got this other healthcare job. Do you ever have to be different at one job than the other, or is this a job where you just go, I can just be me, I can just be free? Oh, it's totally different for sure. I work in internal audit, so it's totally different than here. Much more by the book straight and... I have my own personality, but I still have, it's, it's different. But you know, I can see the draw for the people who work in a corporate office all day long. You will really get that personality that they just want to come in a place where they can feel the love and feel the community and just be able to just relax. That's what I feel that in this place. I hope so. You know, we train our bartenders to reach out to people and understand, you know, you don't know what that person's going through. Give that person some attention, no matter who they are that come in. It's something that we try to do, and whether you're in a out cutting grass all day or corporate job, it's still people, and people need attention and love for sure. How do people find you? We want to talk address, we want to talk socials and website. Sure. We're on... Uh, we're all of our social media is Mayday Brewery, and we are at MaydayBrewery.com, and we are our physical location is about a half a mile from the Murfreesboro Square. You can actually see the clock from the Murfreesboro Courthouse from our bar. So we're really convenient to downtown Murfreesboro, and we're open Wednesday through Sunday, four until nine Wednesday and Thursday or one till 10 Saturday, one till seven on Sunday. We always have food trucks, so you can check our website for what food trucks we're having. We change it up all the time. Hopefully you'll see a smiling, friendly face when you get here. Last night, two for one, what was the favorite beer last night? Probably the Aunt Nancy's Lemon Basil Sour that just came out. We That's named after my Aunt Nancy. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we just released that beer yesterday, but I just get around and talk, try to talk to people. When I'm here, I, I do a lot of making your world a more beautiful place by picking up your trash and grabbing your glasses and stuff like that. But I also enjoy sitting down and, and making friends, talking to people for a few minutes as the night goes on. That's a secret right there. People have been disenfranchised in our world just a little bit, and you're making them feel part of your family. 
I think that's key. I think every successful business, people that have ridden the wave and come through and people are just uh, drawn to them, it's always from that place of service, of caring for people. Yes, I, I believe that. I, I, it's, it's all about being a servant, I think, for me. That's what I try to do, and people appreciate that. Ozzy's the one picking up my trash, and Ozzy's the one picking up my glasses when, you know, the, the bar is busy and all that and you know he doesn't mind sitting sitting and talking to us he's not sitting in a corner on a computer trying to run some numbers or something that's not what's important what's important is taking care of the people that are here and making sure that you know talking about beer or what's going on in their lives or how things are going or things like that how things are going with me and how things are going with the business especially right now it's all about the love at Mayday, 521 Old Salem Road in Murfreesboro. Check out MaydayBrewery.com and keep up to date on special events on their Facebook and Instagram pages. I'm Devin O'Day. Hey, Nashville. So you want to know what's happening in the Music City every weekend? Join me, Hope Altieri, with Main Street Media for the 411 in the 615, where I'll be your Facebook Live weekend tour guide every week, highlighting all the music, restaurants, events, shopping, and family fun you won't want to miss. Whether you're a native Nashvilleian or new to the city, we're your information source on all things fun, because if it's happening, I know about it. So you get in the know and join me every week for the 411 in the 615. We can't wait to see you out and about in Nashville. In this story, we head to Mayberry, or in this case, Dixon, Tennessee, where the Main Street Awards winner for Best Grocery Store is a local mom and pop that's been around for a long time. Family owned and operated, the first thing we asked Emily was, how do you say your name? It's it's, uh, it's chapels, and yeah, we get we get that a lot. We I mean we we've answered the Campbells before, so it's you know we get we get quite a bit. Yeah, we get quite a bit. And and here with me is general manager Mike McGuire. He's with me to to help me answer any questions. Oh, that's fantastic. In our world of big corporate business, Chapels has maintained a personal way of doing business, and they're known especially for that local butcher shop feel in their meat department. It's kind of old-timey to have your own butcher in your independent grocery store. You can actually go in and say, I need a certain kind of cut of meat, and you've got a meat cutter. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we're still doing things the old-fashioned way. That's just kind of what our business is based on. You know, we still like to check out people and carry out groceries, and we still have butchers in our meat department, and we're still cutting everything. You can get a special cut of meat. That's kind of what we've based our business on. We're still doing things like we did a long time ago. You might have all the fancy cash registers and everything, but it just feels less industrious. It feels like you know the person checking out your pole beans. I mean, you just know <laughs> that person. Well, we certainly try to create that friendly environment that a lot of people like. How long have you uh, been there? Our stores have been here. Uh, my grandparents opened the first chapels in Dixon, gosh, in 1962. So, well, actually, it was in Charlotte. It was, and then they moved moved down to Main Street, where the dollar store is now. We've been here for a while. Family-run business. How did it affect the grocery business when all the, the big names started coming in? How did you change your, your model? Or did you change it at all? Or did you just stay the same? I mean, we welcome competition. I, th- I think competition is good in any market. Kind of keeps you on your toes. As long as you stay tuned into what your customers want and what your customers
customers are needing from you. Focus on what you do best, what your customer needs. You know, there are certain customers that want the bigger, the more selection, the larger footprint type of shopping experience. And then there's the customer that wants a smaller footprint, the more personal, more, more service-oriented type of experience that we try to offer. You know, you continue to do the things that you do best. Corporations, they sometimes are a little bit, feel a little bit cold where we're more family oriented and more friendly and more service oriented. Try to stay uh, clean, fresh and friendly. I mean, that's what we have to do. Most of the time when we do things best we can and do do them right and listen to our customers, you're going to be pretty well successful. Doesn't matter who comes in. I mean, you're... Especially during all of this pandemic craziness. I feel this need to get more simple. There's really nothing that I would need that you don't have. When it gets down to it, I want to pare back and I want to feel the ease of going into a place and not having the parking lot that's so big that I can't find my car. That's a a nice thing about our stores. We try to keep enough in stock that everybody can find what they need. The pandemic has kind of uh, affected our variety a little bit as it has uh, a lot of the industry. We try to carry what our customers are looking for and what they're needing. And if we don't have something that somebody needs and we can get it, we certainly try to do that too. How does it work to be an independent? grocer are you part of a bigger group is there a chain that kind of that you can connect to as a as a group of people so you have that buying power our warehouse is uh, in alabama and it's an independent warehouse it's family owned as well so everything is family owned our stores are family owned the warehouse is family owned and they have a uh they serve independence that's what they do and uh that's that's kind of how that works and uh uh you know, you've got the bigger ones like, you know, your Kroger's and your Publix and all that. They have their own warehouse, but, uh, but Mitchell Grocery Company uh, serves just independents. They don't, they, they do have some corporate stores, some that they own, but mostly it's all independents and it's all family owned. So that, uh, that, that's how that works. And uh, we, we like it that way. The more stores that they service, the more buying power that they have. So right. we're able to get good deals on certain things. They're, they're servicing a lot of other independents in this region. And so we can still we can still get the variety and the prices right. that, that our customers need. Do you ever get the chance to buy local? Do you ever have any farmers that bring in? Because I oh, yeah. noticed with when I would come into your store, I would see things that looked like it came out of like Farmer Joe's garden down the road. Yes, <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. We have some relationships with some of the local farmers and they will visit us whenever they have good crop and we will buy what we need and what we can. And we certainly love to support the locals when we when we have the opportunity to. It's this time of year that I would come into your, back when I lived over close to you, I would come over and get a bag of tomatoes so I could have tomato sandwiches with white bread and Miracle Whip. And there's something about that time of Yum. year. Homegrown tomatoes. Just put a little bacon on that. And it. speaking of bacon, getting some real good thick sliced bacon. You can get that at Chapel. Yeah, slab yeah bacon, we got some, we can carry the slab yeah. bacon. We love it. Uh-huh. We sell a lot of that. I bet you can get some thick sliced bologna too. Oh yeah. yeah. Sli- and we can slice it for you just as thick as you want. Yeah, <laughs> Those right. are the special things. Now, do you have a store brand? We do. Yeah, we have a food club. That, that's a uh, grade A private label item that helps the customer save a lot of money. That's a real good item. Then we have some Simply Done and uh, That's Smart, which is a what I would call a second tier private label. That's a uh, money saver. 
that we do, and they're really good brands. They're real popular. They're a nationwide item. It's not something that's just local for us. Uh, let's produce nationwide. Like Emily said, there's the buying power there from the stores nationwide. It helps us to keep the price down on those. But those are really good grade A products. They're supposed to be comparable to national brands. So they're really good items. Food Club, and then and, uh, and we have some in the paper too. It's called Simply Done that lowers the cost on some of the paper items that matches that matches up against some of the national brands like Hefty and Glad and all of those right there. They're they're just as good but they're a little bit cheaper. So it helps out a whole lot on your grocery bill. Right now more and more people are cooking at home because they couldn't go out and eat in restaurants. Have you seen a change in your traffic because of that? People are buying more at one time instead of coming in multiple times a week. They're coming in less a week because of this. And we're seeing just a fluctuation in how they're shopping and what they're buying and and why. Obviously, unprecedented times. Not all the items are available anymore. Uh, The manufacturers haven't caught up. We struggle anywhere. It would be, and the manufacturers just don't have it. I mean, nobody has it. Because the manufacturer doesn't have it, nobody has it, not even the bigger chains. They, they just haven't caught up yet. We're, we're seeing uh, some shortages in, in the supply uh, as far as uh, some of the different categories that we have. Scratch around and find some stuff, get people what they need. It might, it might be the brand they want, but they can get it if they want a can of tomatoes. I mean, we've got tomatoes. That's, that's been one of the, the problems with as far as the pandemic. Pretty bad there for a while, but it's getting better. I think they're starting to catch up. I think probably first part of next year, they should be caught back up if nothing don't happen. They're growing a lot of their own food and they're putting things in freezers and they're canning. And one thing I know about independent grocers is I bet you have canning supplies. Have you had a bunch of people making pickles coming through your line? We've had some shortages in canning supplies because everybody's growing a garden and there's been a high demand for for canning jars and canning supplies. So it's been short. So we've been trying to get that in and and get any kind we can, whether it's a curve jar or a ball jar. Those folks are behind and they can't catch up. Uh, We've been Mm -hmm. a little bit short on that and that's been everywhere too. So. Yeah, you're right. Uh, everybody's growing a garden, and uh, there was a high demand for that. You're right. Exactly right. Uh, well, going back to your food club brand, I'm going to tell you, if you like K-Cups and you like K-Cup coffee, there's a food club brand that beats everybody's <laughs> prices by about yeah. half. It's really good. My favorite is the dark blend. Favorite yes. food is the food club dark blend. It's my, my favorite coffee. <laughs> I love it. And I, I mean, how many places can you go and get a box of coffee? And, and more often than not, it's under five bucks for a, yeah. a K-cup box. Yep. And yep. it's really good. It's good. <laughs> I, I love it. That's all I drink now is the, the food club. I've gone into some of the chains. And when they've got a sale on their K-cup and it's $8. Right. $8. I'm going, excuse <laughs> me, but I'm going back to chapels, you know. <laughs> oh, we appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> the brand name coffees, the, the Starbucks and the Dunkin' Donuts and that sort of thing, those are a little higher. But yeah, the food club, to me, the food club is just as good, and oh, it wakes me up just as much as all the other ones do, so. Emily, what was your first job? I was probably first a cashier. If I wasn't in the back as a toddler helping Sacker put up groceries. But yeah, I think my first official job was cashier back in high school, so been doing it for a while. <laughs> when you were growing up in the grocery business and watching your family, did you ever get to take a vacation? <laughs> 
um we we enjoyed going to the beach as a family about once a year if we if we could the grocery stores are always busy and definitely a seven day a week job that's why we have good people that help us keep things moving keep things going we've got a, a great team of employees they are the reason that we can stay as operable and as service oriented as we are we certainly appreciate them and we do our best to take care of them and and they do a wonderful job taking care of us too so if, if we can get a way we try to but <laughs> some years that's that's few and far between <laughs> this has been one of those years <laughs> well how can people find you we are open seven days a week from 7 a.m to 9 p.m most locations most stores in dixon humphreys and hickman county online at www.chapelshometownfoods.com. We also have a curbside pickup service. You can go to www.chapelshometownfoods.com, place an online order. We also have an app, Chapel's Hometown Foods app, that you can also order from and place a pickup order and come pick it up. If you're uh, nervous about being out, you know, during the pandemic or just are busy <laughs> or a busy mom or a busy parent and you just want to make your grocery order early in the day and pick it up that afternoon. So technology is not something that you have gone away from. You actually embraced it and used it that, that works for you and for your customer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't call us technical by any means, but we certainly try to accommodate as best we can. That was a need that we saw and we started it last year. So we were, we're grateful that, that that service is available during such a time that it's that it's really needed. Well, I call it my Mayberry shopping experience because that's what it feels like. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. We love that. <laughs> it's comforting in a way that I cannot even describe. And in our world right now, we need some comfort and yes. we need some simplicity. And I right. think when you kind of embrace that and you go, you know what? Being from Louisiana, one of my favorite things to eat is beans and rice. Uh-huh. Uh, and yep. I said, going back to that simplicity, make you a pot of soup beans, make you some cornbread, and life just seems to get better. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. it does. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of folks feel that way. <laughs> you still get a ham hock at Chapel, too, can't you? That's right. Oh, yeah. Smoke jowl. <laughs> Smoke jowl and everything. Ham hock. <laughs> I've seen other things on the, on the meat rack, too, that are funny. Thank you both <laughs> for your time. Thank you. You. Makes me want to drive back home to Dixon and 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 oh. take take a visit. I'll just bring my ice chest so it won't mess up when until I come <laughs> on anytime. That's, That's right. <laughs> do you guys still run the circulars? Yes, we do. We have a paper ad that's now in the Dixon Post. Subscribe to the Post and and you can get our ad every week. We also have our ad online on our Facebook page, and we post that every week as well. So you can get it digitally or or paper. See, that's the way I like to shop. Walk in, get circular, <laughs> walk around, right. see what's on sale. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> A big thank you to Emily Blankenship and Mike McGuire, keeping Dixon happy at Chapel's Foods with those down-home touches that keep your family table full and your pantry stocked. For more stories about Dixon, Tennessee, and the surrounding area, make sure you subscribe to the Dixon Post follow them on Facebook, and also follow DixonPost.com. I'm Devin O'Day. Do you like high school sports? Do you bleed your team's colors? Do you have a child, grandchild, friend, or other family member involved in local sports? If you answered yes to any of those questions, MainStreetPreps.com is the place for you. Hi, I'm Russell Venosi, the new editor of Main Street Preps. 
I'm thrilled to tell you that we've re-upped our commitment to providing the most comprehensive high school sports coverage in Middle Tennessee. First, we have a daily email newsletter that will keep you up to date on all the high school sports happenings around the Mid-State. Just head over to MainStreetPreps.com to sign up for free. You'll also be able to find the brand new Main Street Preps podcast on the Main Street Today channel or wherever you get your podcasts. Join me each week as I interview athletes and coaches and discuss all the hot-button local sports topics. Main Street Preps. High school sports, all the time. One of the things we've probably taken for granted is good old-fashioned communication. There's no one way to reach people, so we here at Main Street are communicating through every means possible to make the messages of our hometown accessible. So whether it's a Facebook video, online news, our traditional newspapers available in newsstands or for an unbelievably affordable subscription price or here in our podcast, something we like to call Radio On Demand. You can follow us, you can subscribe, you can even clip an article and send it to someone in the mail. We are your hometown. We are your main street. And don't forget to share. <laughs>